This is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast. This is VP. We are a solutions-based podcast, diving into the world of contrarian investing and alternative finance. You can find us hosted on the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel, nonsenseforex.com, and podcast players everywhere. Episode 66 is brought to us by Blueberry Markets. Now, most of you already have a primary Forex broker, but everybody needs a secondary Forex broker. And if you're looking for one and you're outside of the United States, the choice is very easy here. You want a broker who is there for you if something goes wrong and you want that thing fixed as soon as possible. That's what Blueberry Markets does, especially if you click my link. You have to go to the blog first. That link is in the description. From there, hit my affiliate link and you will not only get twice the sign-up bonus you would have gotten a couple months ago, but you will get your own personal customer service representative that you can call on should you need anything at all. Now, please don't bother him because he takes care of all of the clients that come from here. Uh, but if there are any issues at all, you have somebody you can rely on, and that is worth its weight in gold right there. Now, if you're inside of the United States, no worries. I have somebody for you, too. As you know, link is in the description as well. It is the 10-Minute Contrarian Podcast, and welcome to part two of a two-part series where we continue to separate ourselves from most of your investors, especially crypto investors, you know, who are still making all of the dumb mistakes that a lot of us made back when we were younger and a lot less experienced. And the sad part is, is most of them are never going to get it. You know, I've known people who have been stock investors for 20, 25 years, and they still have the same mentality as some of these 18 and 19 year old crypto investors. You know, it just never goes away. Now, one of the things I was sure to point out last episode as well is how the majority of you who listen to this podcast right now are already many levels above these people. But one thing that we all have in common with them is how we are all looking for asymmetric gains. Now, one of the biggest differences is that we actually understand what a symmetry is. And if you don't, uh, please refer back to episode two of the 10-Minute Contrarian podcast, where I, I at least define it in my terms and the terms we're going to use on this podcast. But when we look for asymmetric gains, we factor in upside almost multiplied by the actual chance this instrument has of achieving those gains. And this is what makes being a contrarian investor so great, is most of the things that we look at have a lot of upside compared to most investments, yet still, in our opinion, have a better than average chance of succeeding in the long term. Now, here's the thing, and here is the main theme for this entire episode. Back when I was mentioning the majority of things that we invest in on this podcast, when I say we, I mean me. That's really all this is. I'm not a financial advisor. Don't do anything I say. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. If I was a financial advisor, all I would do is push high commission products on you. That makes my boss happy. Uh, but, but I digress. You know, back when I was talking about a lot of those things, prices were higher than they are right now. The main fall that we expected to see in these markets has occurred and could probably still occur more, which means a lot of top performing stocks and top performing cryptos that may or may not have had great asymmetry to them at the time do have them now. You know, some of the best performers in their class are also high market cap, which means they have less room to go higher. Uh, but now, even those best performers are giving me the asymmetry that I'm looking for. So at this point, I really don't have a lot of need 
or desire to take shots at riskier plays. Instead, I can put my money down on the assets that are almost certain to succeed once the market recovers and get the same asymmetry I was looking for in the past. This is great. Remember, asymmetry is upside multiplied by the actual chance it has to succeed. And in my world, that last part has just gone up a lot. I'll explain to you what I mean. Let's take mining stocks, for example. Let's uh, let's talk about gold mining stocks. Now, gold, as we've spoken about many times, is really karate for defense only. Gold is really for defense and nothing more. Uh, It is insurance on your money. Uh, Now, if you want to trade the upside in gold, then you would go to the mining sector and play it that way. And that's what I do. Now, looking at past history, you know, companies like Barrick Gold, like Agnico Eagle, like Newmont, you know, as great as they were, and as much chance as they have to not only survive the lows, but profit during the highs, is at the very, very top. They really weren't giving me the upside overall that I was looking for, that I thought I could still get with the mid-tiers. You know, a lot of really good mid-tiers out there as well. And when it came to gold mining stocks, that's where my focus predominantly went. But now, even those larger companies at these prices are giving me the upside I'm looking for. So when the time comes for me to buy new positions, I'm likely just going to go there instead. So in crypto parlance, let's say that Bitcoin and Bitcoin SV were all three times off their highs. Uh, This is not the case, but let's just say they were. You know, which one would you choose? You would choose the one that has a better chance of getting there. And that's obviously going to be Bitcoin. Now, there's going to be like one or two commenters listening to this on YouTube. They're going to be like, oh, I would actually pick Bitcoin SV because, you know, okay. Most people would choose Bitcoin for good reason. Uh, But my point is, with almost every sector that we're interested here, we have the opportunity to make decisions like this now because of price dropping the way it has. But you don't just have to look at it in terms of how much off their highs are they. Look at uranium stocks right now. You have nothing but bullish news happening for uranium all across the globe. Japan is starting their reactors. That has been confirmed. That was Rick Rule's number one catalyst for a uranium bull market right there, and it is happening now. Also, the new prime minister of the UK has just said, screw the green movement. We've seen what that looks like. We're going full bore into oil and nuclear. And you can absolutely expect other countries to follow suit. Now, the problem is we still have the same amount of uranium as we had before. That part has not changed. Supply is still very low and demand has done nothing but go up. And almost every uranium stock out there is still off of their highs, not way off of their highs. But if you consider where they're likely going to go, I think these prices are incredibly cheap. I think it's a about as sure of a sure thing as you can get, even though I hate using terms like that. Uh, But that being said, I don't want to end up picking the wrong company like an idiot. So, you know, my current uranium portfolio is mostly mid-tier, but in the future, if I'm ever going to add one on, and if you're entering this space for the first time, if I was you, I would stick with the big boys or an ETF or a royalties company that has royalties on some of these large producers. Now, if you want to know who these big producers are, you can go to the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel and type in uranium in the search bar, and that video will pop right up. All information there is still very relevant. Now, on the crypto side, 
You guys have seen my current watch list, and you may have noticed something. It's pretty top-heavy overall. It's because nowadays, with the prices where they are, I am employing the strategy that I am telling you about in this episode, in crypto. I've been doing it. I mean, you can take best-of-breed cryptos and just get awesome asymmetry from those. You don't need to take shots. You certainly can. I am actually doing that uh, with IMX. And then also with the ILV token, which once I finally get into it, I will put it on the, uh, the blog that has all my crypto holdings on it. Um, but I don't need to talk about that here. I've already spoken about it before, you know, and especially on the blog. Um, but I think market cap wise, that thing's in the 300s right now. But I'm really betting on the game itself and hoping that the beta from the game becoming large will also boost the token. Um, but apart from that, I'm looking for best of breed or something that is near the top. And I'm really happy with what I have so far. You know, I have Bitcoin, so does everybody else. But I also have the top layer one in Ethereum. I have what I think are the top two competitors in the layer one space with Cardano and AVAX. I have the top two exchanges in Binance and FTX. I have the top DEX in Uniswap. I have the top Oracle in Chainlink. I have what I think is the top gaming studio with IMX. I have the top layer two in Polygon. You know, there's no guarantee that these things are absolutely going to succeed, but we, we can all kind of agree that the leaders of the pack right now probably have a better chance than most, and that's what we're looking for. That's the other side of the asymmetric coin, as we define it here. Uh, but I'm super happy with that portfolio and the potential gains that can come out of it. Super exciting. I don't need to take lottery plays. And you don't either. I would imagine, overall, the people who listen to this podcast, especially compared to the people who only watch the Forex trading channel, you probably have more money. You know, I can actually draw this conclusion by looking at my analytics and the geography and things like that. So unless you are just absolutely hurting for money and you need a 50x gain to get you out of a bad situation... There's no reason to take shots like that. They may have to, but fortunately we don't. And like I said in Thursday's blog, you know, it's not eight mile. You don't just get one chance to make a bunch of money in crypto. That's absurd. But so many people look at it this way. You know, the chance to have anything best of breed that could still give you an 8x gain if it gets back to its highs is often unheard of in investing. Yet we get many chances to do that in the crypto space. And I plan on taking advantage of that. And for what it's worth, unless something crazy happens, next week's episode will also be a watch list episode, and it will also be a best of breed. And if you guys are unfamiliar, the term best of breed, I think, originated with Jim Cramer, believe it or not. Uh, and Jim Cramer is getting a lot of flack on Twitter right now, if you guys didn't already know, um, because as experienced and as smart as he is, he only thrives in bull markets. That's all he knows. And he has been gifted an incredible bull market for most of his career. But as soon as the tides turn, he becomes a laughingstock. He becomes the kiss of death for almost anything he talks about. You know, live by the sword, die by the sword. But we contrarians, although much lesser known, get to benefit from both bull and bear markets alike. So call us crazy all you want. We're not crazy. Jim Cramer's crazy. We're just early. <laughs>